0: We're getting to the bottom of bad farmer advertising. Listen to the all-new Creative ICU podcast series as we scrub up and dissect the most fatal ailments affecting healthcare creativity. Listen weekly, wherever you get your podcasts. Proudly brought to you by advertisinghealth.com and the London International Awards. What's up? I'm Jeff Liesewitz, life coach for creatives of every flavor. In various ways, I've worked with literal rock stars, Hollywood effects geniuses, top tier C-suite creatives, and pagan spoken word poets. I've also worked with companies like Microsoft, HBO, Volkswagen, and others. You want to rev up your people and crank the creativity to 11? F yeah, you do. The workshop. It's called The Magic Factory. It'll help you and your team find your creative center and deliver for your clients. I smell better employee retention and a boatload of awards in your future. I know that you know that this is an ad. So here comes the call to action. Wait for it. Find out more at jefflizowitz.com. It just might be your best click all day or decade.
1: Hey, Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. You are one of my favorite human beings, mentors, coaches, um, and inspirational dudes. So uh, (laughs) really, really excited to have you on the show. I'm, I'm thinking about putting inspirational dude on my LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone has that already online. <laughs> um, great, so you know, let's jump straight in. The operating table is open. We've got our, uh, we've scrubbed up. We've got our gloves on. We're ready to to dissect. You know, what is going on in this ad industry with, when it comes to creativity? And from your point of view, you know, what do you think is the biggest thing with um, uh, with with what we're seeing in in, in that cre- creativity is on a slow decline? Yeah. So
0: it seems to me that creativity is on a slow decline in the ad industry because they're, people tend to run in habits and almost in ruts, right? Where they think of something, they kind of get good at something, they understand it, and then they just keep doing it. But the truth is a real creative, once they master something, they have the curiosity and the growth to step forward, to push into new ideas. And ideas that kind of scare them. If it doesn't sort of scare you, you're probably not doing it right. Mm -hmm. So we want to look at what we know, what what we're good at, what our skills are, what our ideas are. And then step it further, kind of past the fear to take risks as creatives that we might not normally do.
1: Mm -hmm. So bravery is a big thing, right? Stepping out of a comfort zone.
0: Absolutely. Bravery, courage, and I would even say Vulnerability. Right? What is really going on within you that you can put into your cre- your creativity? Mm. What really drives you? And when mm. we do that kind of thing, it kind of opens up new doors and different ways to think about what we're doing and really feel in to what we're doing.
1: That's so. That's so true. Uh, being vulnerable, being fearful—you know—feeling every single day that. Um, I mean, this is a creative, a, a creative. Um, mindset anyway right we go into to meetings feeling um like we don't deserve to be there feeling that we are frauds and phonies and yeah. um you know fearful of our jobs in this industry in this in this climate are we going to be fired tomorrow you know um so these are all things which surround us all the time and, and and you're saying sort of lean into that because that's what that's what will help you be become braver become um, push against the, the the trends that are happening, right?
0: Yes, but let's talk about, you know, kind of two... Fear comes from two different places. Mm-hmm. One is that internal fear, and that's that bravery, right, or that courage, like you said, to expand and be curious and have that growth into new ideas and things like that. But then there's also the fear that surrounds us. So if you're working in a place where, you know, They're coming down on you, and it's a fearful environment. That is very different. It's a different kind of relationship to the fear. Now, that may be there. It may ebb and flow. It may never go away. But the thing is, whenever there's fear that's kind of coming at you like that, Hmm. it is going to constrict your creativity. And that's one of the things that that happens in this industry is – You know, the powers that be, whether it's the clients or the bosses or whatever, come in and they kind of turn the crank, be more creative, be more creative, Mm. right? You know, this sucks, that sucks. And what happens? It actually limits the creativity, what they, they're squeezing out what they want to occur. Mm. So a safe, you know, sort of emotional space
1: to create is really key to get the best work out of everybody. That's so true. I had someone describe it once as a, a, a great creative agency is like a womb for creative. You know, it's 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 cozy. It's unimpenetrable. It's safe. Uh, you know, and I think we have, especially, at, and I can speak only as, as someone who works in in the industry who oversees creative teams. You have to create that environment where people are are confident enough to come forward with big ideas crazy stupid ideas yeah. um, you know fr- free enough to joke about something which is serious you know because that's where sometimes a, a jam of an idea could could come out of um and just sort of break down those walls of, of fear because it is um you know the world is scary enough i, I think we have to make sure we're in uh, creative agencies or creative homes where uh, that's encouraged to be to, to be able to do and feel um, what you please without any fear of the consequences, right? Exactly.
0: It it sort of reminds me of this famous story in sales where the sales manager says to all uh, his or her employees, I want you to go out and I'm going to give a bonus to the first person who gets a hundred no's on their sales calls. And they're like, what are you What are you talking about? That's ridiculous. And it's like, yeah, because if you go and get a hundred no's I guarantee you're going to get some big yeses, right? So the same thing is true in creative ideas, right? Give a, th- give a hundred shit ideas. You're going to get some that are amazing. Yeah. Right? You almost It's almost like this is so dumb and so ridiculous. Let's throw it away. But let's put it out there because you never know where it goes.
1: That's it. That's it. That's awesome. So how do we from your point of view, how do we elevate our creativity as a creative person and ultimately as an industry?
0: Well, I mean, one of the things we have to do is just simply tap in to our creativity from a deep place. And one of the things that, you know, kind of tends to happen in creative jobs is now you're on the clock, there's all this pressure, things like this. So it's generally a good idea to also have You know, what they call your passion project, something on the outside that is truly creative and it's truly for you. There's nobody telling you you can't do that or that's dumb or we're not paying for that or whatever the thing is. And when you do that, that is going to inspire you just in general as a human, because let's face it, we're all creatives. That's why we're here. Right. But you are also going to be able to port that creativity into your professional work, okay? They have discovered, they have figured out that creativity is actually not based on the medium that you're doing. So if you're a graphic designer, okay? You are going to become better as a graphic designer, more creative as a graphic designer if you go home and play guitar, right? If you play around on guitar, the creativity that you need to play guitar is going to move over to the graphic design
1: work. Pretty wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's pretty wild. You you speak about passion projects, Jeff. Can you speak a bit more about that? Because I I personally find this to be a really, really important thing for any person in the industry who's looking to push themselves. Sure. So what is a passion
0: project? Well, it's generally, I mean, you could call that anything, but... It's, it's a project that you, as an individual artist, creator, writer, whatever you are, you really feel strongly about, okay? It's something that, that you would do even if you weren't getting paid for it because you love it. You love taking pictures, and you just go out on the weekends and take pictures, right? You love short stories, so you just write short stories. But the thing is to really understand what your pa- what your passion is at a deep level and what is really true for you you need to ask yourself why what is your why this is such a big deal that they carved this into the freaking temple at delphi know thyself okay when you understand the why what really drives you and this could be your pain your joy your celebration your struggles your loves then you can work that passion into the work, the passion project. So let's just say you grew up, you know, in some rural environment somewhere, and man, you freaking love the woods, and it reminds you of the beautiful times when you were a kid, and now you live in the middle of the city, okay? Perhaps your passion project is going out into the country, drawing, photographing, making videos of the stream, who knows right but we understand the why the why is like wow this takes me to a place of calm it takes me to a place of being centered it can also be in terms of growth and struggle right and the challenges that we have if you you know have had struggles with romantic relationships like basically everyone on earth um (laughs) you can write a story or take a video or do, do an animation, do drawings, do anything that shows the transformation in the directions that you want to go, right? Finding true love or getting through arguments or something like that. How can you do that as a creative? There's a million ways. You're creative, you know, figured out. But when you're driven by the why that's really true and deep in your heart, that is the passion project that you really should consider working on.
1: I love that. That's so that's so beautiful. You know for, for for me I think as a as a creative soul you have to fulfill that um deep deep uh need to just create and I think our industry can stifle us sometimes in in limiting what we can and can't do. So find that outlet where you can you know if you want to write a script for a, an idea or a story you've had like that's that's an outlet. You have no one telling you you know, make the character blue. Make the character uh, right. whatever. Like it's your creation, full control and full authorship, and and that's a that's a powerful expression for any creative. It is absolutely
0: true, and you said a key word in there, and that is to author something, mm. right? So whether you're a writer or you know a visual artist or whatever, we are authors, and what does author mean? Author equals authority and that is the authority to create worlds Mm. think about that Mm -hmm. right as a creative you have the authority to create worlds and sure when somebody's paying the bills you know you got to kind of bend to what they're up to but that's where the passion project comes in create your world because your world matters and that's the kind of thing that we do a lot in um, this, this workshop that I do for creative uh, professionals in the ad industry and elsewhere, we really kind of tap in to all this stuff, seeing what's stopping us, what is our true why, right? What are What are the things that are kind of knocking us off center so that we can find what's true, so that we can act upon it in our creative endeavors, so that we can bring that to work. That equals happy clients, raises for everybody, you know, like all that stuff. So it all it always comes down to the individual creator.
1: I love that. I love that. Can tell us more about that, that workshop, Jeff. What's, what's that about? Yeah, yeah. So,
0: um, you know, this is a workshop where we work with creatives of all kinds, and it really helps people to sort of be re-inspired and re-energized uh, with their work, both, you know, in passion projects and at work. It helps people use their creativity really to be seen and expressed and connected in the world, because that's really what creativity is about. And that's what advertising is about, is connecting people, right? Telling stories. Um, We also talk about why real creativity matters in advertising. We do stuff like, you know, like we talked about, like digging deep into the why behind your personal creativity. and. The the projects at work, okay. We uh, rev up your creative heart so that you you know avoid burnout. We talk about creative play, right? That's one of the things that tends to get lost in the workplace. But mm. guess what? Creativity at the at the end of the day, it's just playing with ideas and losing the ego, mm. right? That's why kids are so so creative, right? Um also in this thing we sometimes do uh guided meditations, which is really cool, helping people tap into like their sort of subconscious almost to to access new ideas. So it's all kinds of things like that. Oh, it sounds it sounds great. What what's it called, Jeff? It's called the Magic Factory. Oh
1: yeah. That's right.
0: Because you know you got that magic beating in your heart and we wanna we wanna make a factory out of that thing,
1: right? <laughs> oh god, I love I love that. You know, for me it's all about unlocking the ways that can make us think better think when we are feeling like we cannot anymore have fun enjoy it unlock all of that stuff which is clogging up our creative arteries um, the surgical term we have uh you know we are jam-packed at the moment i think our cholesterol level is through the roof (sighs) um and before anyone has a creative heart attack you know we do need those outlets to express ourselves and, and feel fulfilled. I love your um, you know, talking about authorship. It's, it's phenomenal because we have that power taken away from us on a day to day basis. Um, and, you know, ideas are such a fragile and beautiful thing. And uh, I think just championing that and allowing people to express themselves uh, in, in any way, shape or form, which encourages that is, is really great.
0: It really is. And it's remarkable the kind of transformation that I see
1: Mm.
0: in this workshop with all kinds of ad people, executives, everybody. Um, We all come to this. We all come to this kind of world and these kind of careers with a heart that beats with our creativity. That's why we did it. We didn't do it really for any other reason. It doesn't, why would you? Right. But it, it is true that over time we get kind of squashed and we get You know shut down but that heart is always beating there within us and really we just need to let that go open it up give it another chance to breathe Mm. and i'm always shocked that how quickly people who are sometimes like really shut down open up and suddenly like oh my god you know it's time to like start my novel you know my graphic novel you know i sort of i'm halfway through it and i haven't done anything in three years And people kick into it, and they do it, right? So, yeah, lighting up the creative heart is kind of—it's kind of my middle
1: name. It's either that or inspirational, dude. I can't. can't. (laughs) Inspirational, dude, is cool. So, how do we get out of our comfort zones, Jeff? Because I feel like that we all get into this rut. You know, we have a Mm -hmm. paycheck. We sort of we have a particular client who you fought the the fight a thousand times. You know, there's frustrations all around us. These become, slowly become our comfort zones. And I'd love to find out from you, you know, what are the tips? Uh, what's a treatment, actually? If you know yeah. if you were a doc, doctor inspirational dude, um, what would you prescribe for people to get out of their comfort zones? <laughs> Dr. Dude, you can just call me that. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> okay. So first of all, what is a comfort zone? So a comfort zone, our comfort zone is a place, you know, where we feel comfortable. Duh. Right? And that's fine to have a comfort zone. We all have it and we all need it. However, the problem is when we stay in the comfort zone for too long, there is no growth. Right? So comfort zone is almost like rest. But then as creatives and really as humans, we need to step out of the comfort zone. So how do we do this? Because guess what? The first problem with stepping out of the comfort zone is, well, geez, it's uncomfortable. Humans are not particularly thrilled with being uncomfortable, right? So how do we do this? We simply take one small step out of the comfort zone. I'm not talking about 20 miles away, right? Something that is a little bit uncomfortable. And here's the deal. You stand there in it. Whatever it is, whether it's doing some meeting or coming up with these new ideas or a new art form or a new technology, whatever the thing is, just Stay with it and feel the discomfort. Breathe through it. And here's what's going to happen. Sooner or later, you're going to notice that you're comfortable again. And that is because the comfort zone has expanded to meet you. Dig this? So now your world is bigger, but you're back in the comfort zone again. So what's next? This time, instead of six inches out, why don't you take two steps out? make something a little harder right a little more uncomfortable and again feel that discomfort sooner or later if you stand there if you're willing to stand there your world will expand your comfort zone will expand to meet you and you'll be bigger more skills more
1: valuable generally just a cooler human (laughs) that's awesome i love that Uh, i'm definitely gonna take that to heart next you know as as we move into uh i think and again, just in particular to advertising, so many changes, so many new things to explore, um, so many changes within that, within our industry that any uh, move into an uncomfortable position is scary at first. But like you say, you know, we're just expanding that com- comfort zone out and out. Um, what I would love to ask, as someone coming into this podcast and looking into our industry, um, with all your experience from outside of the industry as a creative soul yourself you know you're an internationally award-winning musician screenwriter you know you've written short films mm-hmm. and movies and you know you are an incredibly talented human being uh, and, a, and a lovely inspirational dude by the way. Um, <laughs> Thanks, <man. laughs> um, what do you think about creativity in, in, in advertising is there you know a, as a sort of outside in you know what do you think is the biggest Problem and I know we spoke about this in the beginning, but I guess philosophically um, what what 's missing for all our creative listeners out there what yeah. what 's the thing that they 're missing that can really help them uh, achieve what they um, what they want what they truly want um, and then I, I, actually that is a that 's not a good question so i 'll cut that bit out what I, what i re- what I actually wanted to ask was coming from outside of the industry. I'm sure you see parallels between a creative person in advertising, a creative person in music, a creative person in all these different types of expressionist um, careers. Mm-hmm. How the hell do we get to a place where we're creating stuff and, and getting it past clients? Cause inevitably we all have our clients, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you're writing the, the next uh, big Hollywood movie, you have a person who's signing it off that you have to get your script through. Sure. And same with music. You know what? what are the tips and tricks to get get great ideas through
0: well the first thing is to really try to educate the client that although there are all kinds of analytics that we can look at that sometimes these things are not cannot measure everything there can be more power In things that can be not measured. So let's talk about the grunge music back in the 90s. Okay? Several many grunge bands sold way more records than Nirvana. Way more. Pearl Jam sold way more records than Nirvana. However, Nirvana had by far, and somebody's going to yell at me for this, but by far, the biggest cultural impact, right? When you think of grunge, you think of nirvana, right? So although they didn't sell the most, they connected the most, right? And 20, 30 years later, you know, it's still a thing, right? And and that's what the best ads do, right? Hey, where's the beef, (laughs) right? (laughs) Stuff like that. We still think about it still in our cultural memory and it still has impact, which cannot be really be measured, but it's still there. So trying to educate the client who obviously has their sales goals and stuff like that, try to help them understand that real creativity is going to have a deeper, longer lasting connection with their clients or customers. And that's really what they want, even though they
1: might not understand that. That's great. I love that—not um, just selling, uh, or not just uh, the financial side, but the connection side. You know, because great work in all industries creates a cultural impact, creates a movement. You know, the sort of ripple effect of of when you when you touch on a nerve or you touch on something so human and so poignant, it is—it's a powerful, powerful thing. Absolutely. And when it when that happens, that's
0: the brand loyalty. That's you know, that's people really connecting.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Well, you know, these are all great diagnoses, and and looking at the um, the, the way that our industry is working, and, and um, the clogs in in our creative flow and process. I guess for, for, from your point of view, and and the last question, um, once we have all this right, you know, once once we have. Uh, all of these systems in place and 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 creative people are able to express themselves and you know they've they've signed up for your course and they they you know they're able to have the tips and, and tricks of unlocking their creative um, superpowers i guess mm-hmm. what what's the prognosis you know how does um how, how, what happens when people um can tap mm-hmm. into that okay
0: creativity great question so for the individual creative they are going to be happier and more fulfilled as a creative and as a human they're going to be more loyal to their employer because well geez now i'm happy at my workplace their clients are going to find a different kind of response again maybe not measurable but a different kind of response from their clients and customers Um, and and it will be an actual connection, like we said, instead of just hollow messaging that is just pounded into somebody's brain, right? And that, that kind of connection is going to help everybody. It's going to sell more of anything. It's going to help, again, the, the individual creative. And it's going to help the agency retain
1: better creatives and get better creativity out of them. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Jeff. We really appreciate <laughs> having you on the show. And of course, uh, for anyone else who is uh, listening, who is interested in in everything that Jeff speaks about, I would highly encourage you to please uh, check out his website. Um, I'll let Jeff give you that URL, or I'll put in the show notes as well. Thank you, Jeff. Beautiful. Thank you so much for having me on here.
0: Compliance is suffocating the main creative archery. I'll need a sample sent to the focus group for further analysis.